Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Welcome into this edition of The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover and myself to talk investing, finance, retirement. And the money gridiron is the topic of conversation this go-around, Steve and I both being football fans, as many people are. We thought we'd do what football can teach us about retirement planning, take some lessons, take some things from the game, and apply that to the world of retirement and finance because it's pretty easy to do. A lot of sports, I think, lends itself to these kinds of things. We're going to get into that this week here on the podcast. Steve, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, I think this will be a fun show. Now, as long as we, you know, we don't have to reference my Lions being god awful on a regular basis, <laughs> we'll probably be all right. <laughs> well, we won't. We won't address how good Patrick Mahomes is. I know. You. I know. I know. We're just the poor, poor, pitiful lions. Don't ask. I know it's terrible. So uh, let's let's jump in here and have some fun with these analogies, okay? And kind of just go back and forth because uh, it's super easy to kind of apply. Like I said, a lot of sports really works well and in life lessons, right? I think that's one of the reasons why so many people gravitate toward. Not only is it inter- is it fun and entertaining when we're kids and we're playing a game outside or whatever, but I think there's a lot of life lessons that you can get from it, and it kind of keeps going. So let's start with a couple of uh, identifying terms. I want to start with the red zone, Steve. Um, most people who are listening to the podcast, if you're even a casual fan, you're probably familiar with the red zone and what it is. But let's talk about the football red zone and then the financial red zone. So football, it's the 20 yards, right? 20 yard line in. And, uh, you know, you know, things get a little tougher. Things get a little tighter. Defenses tighten up. What's the financial equivalent? Financial equivalent is typically five to 10 years before you want to retire. That's kind of the red zone we get into because when we're in that zone, markets like we're going in right now can have a really uh, negative effect uh, on your planning. So we kind of call the red zone the next five to 10 years before your retirement date. And, and some like to, to focus on also the first five years after retirement as well, right? Uh, which is kind of a crucial area when you're, you initially get to retirement, sequence of, of returns, all those kinds of things, terms you've heard, they, they certainly come into play. And kind of like I just alluded to, Steve, with the defense tightening up, um, when you're in the red zone, right, if you turn the ball over, that's like as a sports fan, like you're watching your team and, and they throw an interception or they fumble in the red zone, you're just like, ah, right? Because it's more costly than if it happens someplace else. Same thing in retirement. You don't really want to fumble. And right now, 2022 is giving us a lot of, you know, kind of fumbles, if you will. It is. And that that's a perfect example. You Because if you, you throw that in, interception in the end zone, you then have to go on defense again and hope you get the ball back and hope you have enough time on the clock to make up that potential scoring drive that you, you squandered. Right. right. So right. it's the same in the, in when you're in the market, when you lose a lot, and you're within 10 years or even worse, five years of retirement, it's going to take some time for you to regain what you lost. Mm-hmm. So you got to be real careful with uh, how you allocate your funds at that point. Yeah, you know, and you brought up kind of turning it over and then feeling like you got to push. Hopefully you get the ball back and you got enough time on the clock. Uh, think about that, uh, you know, the, the last few, I know you're, you're a big Kansas City fan, the last couple times that Kansas City and Buffalo have been going at each other, great games, right? And it seems like, 
every time you turn around, it's score, 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 and it's almost like well, whoever has the ball last is going to win. And often, what happens, you know, in a shootout like that, uh, you know, it's just you know you're just kind of going back and forth. There's not a lot of defense happening. But many times, when your team is down and getting beat, they go to the hurry up offense and they start taking more chances because they don't have as much time on the clock. Very similar to what a lot of retirees find themselves doing if they if they didn't feel like they planned enough or they don't have enough, they start trying to shoot for, you know, long bombs and long passes in order to make up that ground and they go into the hurry up, if you will. That's exactly right. And they they start taking more risks than they're really comfortable with. And sometimes they'll justify it. Oh, well, everybody else has lost money and and they're going risky. So I'm going to go risky like everybody else. So it's right. the herd right. mentality. Okay. But when you do that, you you kind of violate risk profile, meaning, you know, that that you're going to have more problems with that than anything because you're going to worry, 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 because you know you're going out on the risk curve more and more. And you start making more emotional decisions as opposed to uh, logical decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And think about the time, the, the year of 22 that we're in right now, right? In the last 12 years leading up to this, you know, everybody's been on offense, right? Because the markets have been so favorable. And, and so when you have a year like this year, everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe it's time to play a little defense, right? Because you start thinking about protection a bit more when we're seeing all this volatility. Exactly. And you, you've got to, here, here's another part of the other analogy. You don't want to go into the prevent defense, which yeah, you can't means go too conservative, right? You yeah. can't do yeah. too conservative. And when we're talking about managing money, we're talking about going to cash. People say, well, I'll just go to cash. Well, then you're going to have the problem of when do you get back in? Yeah. And yeah. once you start that process of going to cash, when the market starts to get volatile, yeah. you're going to have to make two correct decisions, when to get out and when to get back in. And what I've found over the years is that um, if you don't keep the right discipline with your money, uh, going to cash is going to be more of a problem than maybe riding the market down 5, 10, 15 percent. Mm, um, so you never want to just go because we've seen prevent defenses get burned for touchdowns. Oh, yeah. I've, let me assure you, I've watched enough Chiefs games. I've seen that happen. Yeah. You um, know, the the prevents got some a, a funny life to it, you know, because uh, often teams, if you're winning, you go into the prevent to not give up anything big. But if you're a fan of most teams and you're aware of it, you'll wind up saying, yeah, the prevent def- the prevent defense will prevent you from winning because you're going to wind up, you know, giving up too much yardage and allow the other team to kind of squeak back in. Uh, I know many, many fans of, of uh, different teams know they're like, oh, gosh, my team's in the prevent. We're screwed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And it's the same if you stay in cash for too long. You, yeah. you, you've got a real problem because inflation is going to whittle away that bo- there you buying go. power. Yeah, inflation's ch- kind of cutting you down like uh, like those Brady short passes, right? That's right. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, okay. So, you know, that's if you're in the hurry up, right? Again, you're maybe taking more chances than you need to, especially time of life, time horizon, uh, kind of like game clock if you want to think about it that way. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe you got the game in hand. Steve, you know, maybe you're actually, you're up, you're winning. And a lot of folks, first of all, they don't even know if they are in a good position because they don't have any idea if they actually could be winning the the retirement game, if you will, Uh, which is always why it's a good idea to sit down with a qualified professional and find out. But if you do have the game, you go in, you sit down with someone like yourself, you find out, hey, we're in really good shape. We're actually kind of like right there. Well, maybe it's time to consider, you know, the victory formation. So what that is in football is obviously, as many of you know, that's your team's up, they're winning, 
they start taking a knee, right? They're just trying to run the clock out because they don't want to give the other side any chances. And, and maybe you need to think about that in that kind of uh, protection mode of retirement. That's right. And there, there are some vehicles out there that we can utilize that, that will protect your money, but still give you some, some of the upside. And, right. and, and that is a, a really good strategy to look at um, because you, you're right. You, you want to pro- kind of protect where you are, but then you don't want to give up the potential upside either if things continue to go start to get better. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at that as we're getting closer to uh, the retirement, um, the actual retirement date. Yeah, I mean, because it's not, you know, at some point, and as a fan, you, we get frustrated, right? If our team's winning and they're, they're, they got the ball back and they're still moving down the field and you can see that they're running the ball constantly because they're just trying to run out the clock and then they go to take the knee and you're like, you're, but you're like so close to scoring, put up some more points, you know, it's, it's fun, it's exciting, we want to see that stuff. But at the same time, if you're being realistic, you realize what they're doing. They're protecting the lead. They're not trying to gain anything else. They just want to get the clock ran down. And you could think about that as like your retirement date. You're just trying to get to the actual retirement date without any unnecessary risk. And again, if you're in a good position where you've kind of already won. Right. That's exactly what you're trying to get to. Yep. And always remember, retirement is nothing more than generating income. Because once you retire, all you're trying to do is generate income to replace your paycheck that you're you're giving up. Exactly. And you got to do that somehow, right? And that's these things we've collected. Uh, This is assortment of stuff through the years. So I'll go to one more piece here. We'll talk about this as we wind it all up. But coaching, obviously, clearly coaching makes all the difference under the sun, right? Mahomes, you mentioned him earlier. He's fantastic, right? He does. He's wild. He's exciting. He knows a lot of stuff. He's still young, but he's seen seen a lot of stuff versus maybe like his counterpart in, in Brady or Aaron Rodgers or someone like that who's seen everything under the sun, been playing for over a decade, whatever the case is, or in Tom's case, two decades, right? But they still go to their coaches. And Steve, it's not just one coach, right? There's the head coach, yeah, but there's an offensive line coach, a quarterback coach, this offense, a special a defense, special teams. So there's like a lot of different little kind of pieces there, and it makes all the difference in how the team's going to perform. And if you think about your retirement strategy, you kind of need that head coach to help manage all those other little pieces. That's right, because what the coaches do is keep you disciplined. They keep you focused and keep you disciplined to make sure – that you stay on plan. So that's the biggest thing that a coach does is just keep you focused, disciplined, mm-hmm. and staying on the game plan. Yeah, think about that uh, monster laminated sheet that uh, Andy Reid's got, right? He's got that thing on the game, and he's kind of got his idea of how he's going to you know, call it. But as the other team is making adjustments, which would be, in this case, kind of life or the market or whatever, and he's got to start making you know changes to that, right? And sometimes maybe Holmes, Holmes comes over and says, "Hey, here's what I'm seeing. What do you? Even though he probably has the right play in his head to uh, audible out to, he he takes time out, comes over, talks to Andy, and says, "This is what I'm seeing. What are you seeing, right? And that's the same kind of thing relationship to have with your advisor. You you might have great ideas. You come in to see Steve and you go, "Hey, listen, I'm thinking about X, Y, or Z. What do you think about this? That's right. And we talk about it. And if it fits within the plan or your discipline or your risk tolerance, then, then we might go ahead and do it. But if it's a, sometimes people come in with flyers and things that are, they think are going to work and lo and behold, they don't. So we've always got to be on watch for that. 
Yeah, very true. Well, and, and again, it's an evolving thing too, right? I mean, you don't make a plan for someone, Steve, and you just have it set in stone, and you don't ever change it. It, it ebbs and flows, just like, like I was talking about Andy Reid. That's right. You, they talk about it, they figure out what's going on, and then if it makes sense, you mm-hmm. move along with it. Yeah, and you and I, like I said, you you're going to change the plan throughout the years, right? Like it's not a set it and forget it, like I just mentioned, because right. you know, God willing, Steve, if you're retired for thirty years, life's going to still happen. You're going to have to make some moves along the way. Exactly. You, nothing's ever set. It's called planning, it's not <laughs> plan, right? Planning. So there are things that are changing, and you've always got to evolve as you go along. Things things happen. Health issues happen. Financial things happen. You know, macroeconomic things happen. You always got to be have the ability to change. You know, change your plan or plan maybe change some of the the strategies you're using. But you still want to have that plan so that you you don't get off way off track. If that right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And one of the big things I take away from a coach, and no matter what walk of life you're doing, is that sounding board aspect of it. Again, like just coming over to the coach and saying, "Hey, man." I'm thinking about this or, or I'm seeing this and what are you seeing? And it, it just having that person to bounce ideas off of or even just talk you off the ledge, right? Especially in this market environment, you know, just being able to kind of talk us down and say, you know, oh, I'm terrified. I'm going to jump out to cash to your point earlier, uh, you know, and then you being able to say, this is why this is a bad idea, you know, that kind of thing. So, so much value in that, in my opinion. Yeah, you've got to have a sounding board because what happens is more often than not, emotion takes over. Sure. I don't have an emotional attachment to the money because I didn't earn it. It's not mine in terms of my client's money. Right. Sometimes not having that emotional attachment to it allows you to think more clearly. It's the same with, with you know, football players. I mean, they're in the game. They're the ones, you know, Getting Patrick punched Mahomes and pushed is the and, yeah. ones being chased by 300-pound <laughs> linemen who right. want to take his head off. Right emotion's going to get in there and he might want to do something and Andy will go, no, we're not doing that. We're not right. That that doesn't fit in our plan. Let's take a step back and let's relax and let's think about this. Yep. And I've seen him do that on the sideline. Patrick will come up kind of worked up because he just got nailed by somebody on the blind side, call timeout. Andy will just kind of put his hands up and say, calm down. Let's think about this and and let's make a rational decision, yeah. not an emotional decision. Yeah, and and Rand, Andy certainly seems like a, a fairly uh, even keeled kind of guy. So, uh, and it, whether it's press conferences or anything else, I'm sure like any human, he can get fired up. But he's he seems to handle that stuff pretty well. He got, he got fired up last week against the officials a couple of weeks ago to a point of where he took his microphone off and followed him into the tunnel and let him have it. So, <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to rile him that's up That's the only much. time I've ever seen him do that. But boy, he was fired up. He was but, fired up. But it, that didn't have anything to do with the game, but it was it right. was, it was kind of fun to see. Yeah, well, for sure. So there you go, folks. That is uh, the, the money gridiron, if you will, just some analogies to the game of football. Uh, Steve, before we go, any anything on the radar you want to chat about? Any uh, white papers you'd like to offer this week? Uh, I know obviously we're dealing still with inflation and market volatility, so I wanted to give you that option there. The inflation white paper is really a great piece to have because um, we're, we're still dealing with inflation no matter what anybody says. It's still out there and it's a real problem. So I'll be happy to send anybody uh, that uh, white paper on inflation. Okay. And you can get a copy of it just by emailing Steve, Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com. That's Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com. Get a copy of that inflation white paper. Yeah, they're still calling it. It's eight and a half or whatever they're saying. But, 
you know, when they don't take in food, uh, energy, or housing into, into account, it's probably a lot more than that. So the official number is usually not what it feels like to your wallet. So if you got some questions, need some help, as always, reach out to Steve. Again, get that white paper if you'd like. And also just have a conversation. If it's time to do something, if you've been listening to the podcast or share it, you know, share it with other folks or whatever the case is, or it's been shared with you, and you know you need to get started with your own financial and retirement journey, reach out to Steve, the retirement pilot, by uh, stopping by his website, wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. Steve, thanks for hanging out, my friend, and chatting football. I figured we'd have a good time with that. Sounds good to me. Thanks, Mark. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time right here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.